0: Welcome to the Hope United podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. Well, the word for the year was activate, and God is activating his purpose. God is activating you and I. And I want to build upon that word and start a new series today with a key concept coming out of Scripture. From Proverbs 18.21 And it says death and life are in the power of the tongue And those who love it will eat its fruit So life and death are in the power of the tongue And this is a key truth But it's also a key for your activation Your activation lies in the power of your tongue Your activation lies in the power of God's tongue And in the power of your tongue There are things that God says and that we agree with with our words. And it becomes very powerful and it becomes very fertile soil in our life. There is power in what God has said over your year. And there is power over what you will say over your year. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. I want to take you to Genesis 1 and 1. And it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then Genesis 1, 27 says, and so... God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. We see in the beginning, he created the world, the universe, the skies, the waters with his words. And then he created us, male and female, in his image and in his likeness. And we have the ability on a smaller scale to do exactly what he did. That was the design. I'm not speaking arrogantly. That was the design. Amen? That's the blueprint. Is that we were created in the likeness and the image of God. So there's something like God in everything that he does that we should do. And God created everything with his words. He created the world with his words. And I want to tell you today, you can create with your words. You can create the world that you live in with your words. We create much of what we see around us. We create atmospheres of fear, of love, of unity, of trust, or of distrust and toxicity and anger. There's all kinds of worlds that you and I can create with the power of our tongues. Life and death are in the power of our tongues. And you can creatively design all kinds of atmospheres within your world. There are... Environments that you can create that will bless you and people around you and you can create destructive environments that will ultimately kill your dream kill your health kill your hope ultimately kill you life and death are in the power of the tongue I believe sometimes we are struggling with something that we ourselves have created we're blaming the devil but it was actually our tongue we give the devil far too much credit. He can give you an idea. He can plan a bad thought in your mind. He can tempt you, but you've got to say it. You've got to act it out. And so we take responsibility for the words. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Say that with me. Life and death are in the power of my tongue. That's a powerful thought. So when I see people haphazardly using this incredible gift that God has given them, it upsets me. We have the power to create atmospheres around ourselves that bless us and even bless others. And if you choose to, with this power of your tongue, you can create a negative, toxic, emotional roller coaster, emotional wasteland of drama by how you use your tongue. There is creative power in the tongue to create any number of variations of faith, worship, encouragement, or discouragement, destruction, paranoia, whatever. You name it. There is a variety of things we can do with our tongues. You and I choose. You choose what you activate. You choose what you deactivate with the power of your tongue. Jeremiah 1, 9-10 says, Then the Lord reached out. And touched my mouth and said, look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some, must, some you must uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. So God tells Jeremiah that he is prophetic. He's going to be a prophet. And his words will build up and tear down. I want to tell you today that you can speak prophetically into your life. You may not be a prophet to the nations like Jeremiah, but you are prophetic. You were created to speak like God prophetically into your atmosphere. And so, you will tear down, you will build up with whatever you choose. You choose words widely because every day you prophesy over your life. Parents, what are you calling your children? What are you prophesying over your children. Spouses, what are you prophesying over each other? That's why you choose carefully what you name a child. Um, And if you named wrong, maybe you need to come up with a nickname. Um, Hey, right? God changed names in the Bible. Even if you don't legally change the name, at least change what you call that child because you're prophesying every single time. Right. Our, our first daughter, her name is Esperanza. And um, she, uh, that, that means hope. And so every time we speak her name, we're prophesying hope over her, over our home, over our atmosphere. And so it becomes a powerful thing when we choose to intentionally prophesy over our families, over our children, over our lives. We have to choose and we have to be intentional. I believe in the power that God's hope can bring. I believe Christ in us is the hope of glory. I'm reminded of that when I see my daughter, when I call her name. I'm declaring hope over her and I'm declaring hope over my home Every time I I just have to call her to do the dishes, I'm reminded hope. There's hope. There's hope for a clean kitchen. What are you prophesying over your marriage? What do you call your wife? What do you call your husband? If you're single, what are you calling into your life with your words? Something godly? Trustworthy, faithful, encouraging, full of faith. Declare something over your marriage. Intentionally build up your marriage. And tear down the wrong words that you've spoken. Go back. Look at the things you said. If you said the wrong things, repent. Say, hey, I'm sorry for saying this. And and speak a new word. Speak a word that tears down the wrong words. Prophesy. You can create the marriage you want to live in. Amen. You can create the marriage you want to live in. You can create the dream marriage with your words. Amen. What are you prophesying over yourself when you look in the mirror? What does your self-talk look like? Is it godly? Are you tearing yourself down? Are you so negative on everybody and even yourself when you look in the mirror? Before you even get out of the house, are, are, you, are you, you broken yourself down so much? No. Speak life into yourself. Speak life into your body. Stop saying you're sick. Stop saying you're broken. I'm not saying live in denial. When I'm sick, I say, man, I'm, I'm on the road to getting well. I'm, I, I feel like I'm getting better today. My wife asked me, how are you feeling? I feel like terrible. I tell her, man, I feel like God's going to heal me today. I feel like God's doing... God's going to do something. Speak over yourself. There is power in that tongue that God has given you. What do you prophesy over your kids when you're frustrated? What do you prophesy over your spouse when you're angry? Do you guard your words in those moments? Or do you just let it fly? Life is too valuable... The life God has given us, the opportunities that God has given us should not be squandered. Use the power of the tongue wisely. Prophesy over your life with intention. Activate your purpose and deactivate whatever the enemy is trying to do. Best believe me, the enemy is always trying to do something. But it's up to you and me if we're going to activate or deactivate that. Or if we're going to stand by and just let it happen. Some of you need to tear some stuff down today. You need to deactivate some stuff that the enemy is trying to orchestrate in your life. James 3, 4. They move quicker than I can drink water. James 3, 4, and 5 says, Look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member that boasts great things. Your tongue is like a rudder. Your tongue is like a little rudder that can turn a large ship. The large ship of your life, the large ship of your destiny, the large ship of your career, the large ship of your marriage, the large ship of your family life, the large ship of your relationships. The tongue is like a little rudder. Let me tell you how powerful the tongue is. Try walking into your boss's office and just let it fly with your tongue for just 15 seconds or 30 seconds and see what happens. You could be out of a job. A little rudder, a major career shift. Husbands, walk, go home today and just let that tongue fly a little bit. You will be in the doghouse tonight. A little rudder steers the whole ship. That little rudder has the ability to produce words that will bring fruit or cause famine. This little rudder steers the big ship of your life. Your purpose, your career, your family, your relationships, your marriage. You can live in a paradise... Or you can live in a war zone, depending on how you use the rudder of your tongue. We have to understand our role and capability with this tongue we've been given. The tongue is not just a small thing. It has great power. This is what Jesus said in Matthew 18, 18. He said, truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Let me read the NLV uh, sorry, the NLT version for you. It says, I tell you the truth, whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. So we begin to understand our role. Our role and the role that the tongue has given us. You have the power to bind and loose and that's sobering Truth. We are speaking things every day, and if we're not intentional, we are binding and loosing things on the earth and in the heavens over our lives. We are creating worlds. We are binding and loosing things, forbidding and permitting things to be in our lives. What are you forbidding and what are you permitting? What do you think we use to forbid and permit things? We use our tongue. We use the tongue. Seemingly, this seeming part that, 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 it, that seems small, it opens and closes the gates of heaven. We have the ability to bind and loose. We have the ability to release things in the heaven. We have the ability to close things up. We have the ability to speak to the supernatural world with the power of the tongue. God gave us that. We have the ability to forbid spirits from tormenting our families and people that we love. We have the ability to send protecting angels, warring angels, healing angels, angels that stand guard with the power of the tongue. The Bible said he sent his word and healed the diseases. How are you using the power of your tongue? Is it working to your benefit or is it working to your detriment? It's all in how you use this amazing power that God has given What are you forbidding? What are you permitting? The heavens and the earth are waiting for your words. The Bible says the earth groans for the manifestation of the sons of God. So the sons and daughters of God that are standing up are people that know how to act like God and use the power that God gave of the tongue. That's one of the many things that the earth is groaning for. Let's look at James 3, 9. It says, with the tongue... We praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth comes praise and cursings. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. We have to audit the water coming from our tongue. James said, how can clean water and salt water come from the same place? This should not be so. We should not use that same mouth to declare and pray for people and bless people and then turn around and get aggravated and blow somebody out. Paul is saying it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that with us. The words that come from our fountain should be intentional and productive words. If correction needs to come, let it be done in love. We should want for all the words that come out of our mouth to build others up. Do we always get it right? No. But we should daily turn on the water purifier and say holy spirit help me guide my words today and create a world i want to live in and help to create a world that others are blessed and built up and encouraged the holy spirit can help you purify your water source jesus said in matthew 15:11 it's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you, you're defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. So we are challenged by Jesus. We're challenged by the word of God to clean up our tongue. And the Holy Spirit will partner with us. We can't do it on our own. We can't keep on going back to the wrong habits of of talking and getting angry and saying the wrong things, but the Holy Spirit can partner with us and help us How many times, and many times it's not an overnight thing, but it's a commitment to the process of getting better. Becoming being righteous is about getting back up when you fall. You had an argument with your wife. Well, get back up. Say I'm sorry. Repent. Do what you need to do. Tear down the wrong words. Begin to speak some other words. It's not an overnight process. Sometimes you lose your cool with your kids and you need to go back and you need to say sorry. Yes, as an adult, say sorry to a child. You're teaching them something about repentance. You're teaching them something about righteousness. Righteous people repent. Not that you always get it perfect, that you, but you're continued to better yourself. To continue to put the water purifier on. The pure water that comes out of your mouth is what nourishes the purposes of God. I want this tongue to prophesy the right things. I want this tongue to build up and tear down the right things. I want the fountain of this tongue to be clean. I want to keep standing back up and letting God purify me and letting God purify the things that are coming out of my mouth. The pure water coming out of your mouth is what nourishes and encourages the purposes of God in you. And the pure water that comes out of your mouth is what nourishes and encourages the purpose of God in others. Can't tell you how many times I've been in conversation or a counseling session or a casual time when I'm speaking to somebody and the Holy Spirit just says something through me that encourages and nurtures the purposes of God on their life. So we can It's not just for you to nourish yourself with saying the right things and nourish your own family. God will use that fountain to nourish others. Audit the water, inspect what's coming out of your fountain. I was talking with a neighbor and he had received a fish as a gift. He took the fish home, put it in a little tank. The fish died immediately, sank to the bottom. It was the wrong water. You will not flourish in the wrong water. You will not flourish. Your destiny, your purpose, you won't be all that you can be. You may not, you may not completely die, but if it's not the right water, you're not going to thrive. God wants you to thrive. God wants you to live. God wants you to be active and activated in this year. How does that happen? I'm activated by the words of God. And I'm activated by the words coming out of my mouth. I am agreeing with God's activation. And there's something about that that stamps and seals the word of God in my life and in my atmosphere. Will you bow your heads today? God, I thank you for the power of the tongue. I thank you, Lord. It's such an important thing for us to speak the right things, to declare the right things, to prophesy the right things over our lives. God, I thank you, Lord, that we don't take it lightly. God, that we speak life over our families. We speak life over our kids and over our marriage and over our careers and over the ministry that you've given us, God. We speak life over the health, God, in our bodies, God, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, Lord, that you've given us a way to prosper, God. I thank you, God, that you have given us a way to be activated. God, it's to hear your word. And God, it's to speak those words of life over our lives, God. I thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody said Amen. God bless you. I hope you heard something that will cause you to level up in this year and be activated in your purpose. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.